0: Toleration be the love, before pride and exaltation, be the love, be the love.
1: Be the hope. You are listening to Be the Love, transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. I am Stacy Musial.
2: And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. My name is Stacey Musiel.
2: And I am Sam Fernandez.
1: And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin to invite you to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose, releasing anything out through your mouth. And just take a deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving, serene energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release right here and right now. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in love and light for yourself. And breathe out the light and love and send it to all of the world and humanity. Remember that you always have your breath to come back to. Today we have Lara. Lara is a spiritual influencer, healing practitioner, and author of the international bestsellers The Little Book of Light Codes and Light Codes for the Soul. She is also the developer of cutting-edge healing modality, Fractaline Healing. Lara offers distance healing sessions, workshops, and online courses, assisting those who wish to align to their soul's purpose and power, connect with light language and learn spiritual principles. Thank you so much for being here today with us, Lara. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's wonderful. And so, I'd like to just jump in and and well, first can you tell us a little bit about what a light code or light language is?
3: For sure. <laughs> um this is actually something that has taken me quite A while to figure out myself. Um, the reason is that it is, it goes so far beyond what we can really conceive in our brains because our brains are so limited, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so the way I look at it is light as its full spectrum has all the information known and unknown. Light and love, it's all, all the information known and unknown our challenge then is how do we tap into this infinite wisdom that's available through the light and it can actually get manifested as light language and so light language is often seen as a string of of symbols and signs and sigils squiggles that sort of thing it can also be signed um, you can see people dancing even. And the reason why it can be expressed in so many different ways is because it is an expression of our love connected to this infinite wisdom and knowledge. So it's light language is, like I said, this string of information. If we were to condense and compact that down, kind of like a zip file on a computer, we would get a light code that's the difference. It's just light codes are small, (laughs) big packages, small size.
1: (laughs) So tell us a little bit about kind of your background with that. Like what led you to this discovery or like discovering the light codes and what, what has led you down this path?
3: Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) well, it's definitely, you know, it's been my journey. Um, I, I, I got interested in energy healing. I wanted to be an energy healer. So um, I found Reiki. So we went down the Reiki road. And of course, the Reiki symbols are actually a form of light language. They're like code themselves. Didn't know that at the time. Um, but that really blew me open, right? Like what Reiki tends to do, it tends to blow mm-hmm. people open. So you can just bring in all this amazing energy now. So that wasn't that was a big step for me. Um, and then there were a few other modalities, healing modalities that I, um, that I started playing with and my own development, personal development and exploration and healing journey. And we just got more open and open and open until one day I was awoken by, um, by spirit at 4.00 AM, <laughs> that 4.00 AM wake up call. <laughs> and, uh, and there were literally, there were literally silver, codes floating around my room. And I'm I'm not like I'm a visual person but I'm not that kind of visual person. Uh so this was something that was really surprising to me when this happened and I was introduced to my new head guide at that time. Um and and we had I don't know there was probably five of these symbols. So I wrote them down. I channeled what my guide was sharing with me which was you know his name and and just like hi um and then and then the next day I went to yoga class and I was uh it was just a restorative class it was very relaxed and and I had these symbols popping into my mind and I went oh wow that's interesting so I asked to uh I asked for assistance in remembering those symbols because of course I'm in a yoga class I can't really write them down um and I was able to remember them surprisingly when I got home was able to write them down and then going forward um because like I said I wanted to be an energy healer so I was getting more and more interested in just talking to people um and I wanted to be like a hands-on uh healer and and but you know I'd be in like a cafe or something and it's not really appropriate to lay hands on people in a cafe (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we'd just be chatting and and I would just see this symbol it would always be this my right side it would always come in from the back of my temple forward and I could kind of see it in my mind's eye and I'd say to the person I see a symbol that might help you with this situation do you want it Hmm. and they would always say yes like it was the most normal thing ever there was always a paper and pen for me to write it down and you know when you need to write something down how there's never paper and pen around at least that's been my experience (laughs) there was always paper and pen I would draw it. I would take a picture with my phone. They would get the original. And I'd say, um, this is going in my book, just so you know. And they said, oh, are you going to publish? And I said, "Ah, nah, no, no. This is just for me to keep track of them. I think they're cool course never say never (laughs) so uh so that was actually the the compilation of the little book of light codes was all these conversations with people in a cafe (laughs) Mm. coupled with some that would just come through for for myself as well but that was really the beginning of it Mm. because they just they just pop up because I was talking to people and now they come whenever I ask
2: Mm. (laughs) that's uh that's really, really uh fascinating to me. And I, I, I have heard, you know, other people when they go into, you know, their kind of spiritual, like chosen uh, you know, spiritual path or or what have you, they they have these like profound downloads, right? Um so have you uh met or talked to any other light code workers? I mean, is that kind of like the norm and like the light code circle, you know how how you guys kind of get a tune. It's just kind of just divine, you know, boom, and then here's all these, all these um, symbols, or or how does it, you know, I don't want to say typically work, but from your experience, how has it worked for other people?
3: Um, well, everyone's unique, um, so so it does tend to come forward. I guess in a similar manner, but in a unique manner as well. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of people who are unknowingly channeling light language. So they kind of just start doodling and then they realize, oh, this is interesting. And then they search things and they come across light language and then they wonder, oh, is this light language? Um, So it can happen like that where it just sort of appears. (laughs) Um, I have definitely heard of other people who've had, had the download, um, where maybe they get woken up at night and then it's just like this, all this energy and maybe they can see some things. And, um, and then there's other people who wake up and they have one code and then they go about drawing that code for months. Um, and that's their process. So, you know, it's very different for each person. For sure,
2: and, uh, the
1: symbols.
2: Actually, I, I think you were going to ask the same question. Go ahead, Stacy.
1: <laughs> symbols can be just very profound, and it sounds like you know you've been, um, you know, you've received these downloads for people, and and I'm curious too, like if so, if you have like, if you have a symbol that you're working with, and so I had this really interesting experience. Um, how this show manifested. I was given a very complex symbol, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can. It, it was like just so many different designs, and you know, and and I had it. Um, I had someone read it, and we channeled, and it, they said it was actually it came from the uh Arcturians, and so, but so, anyways, like I put this under my pillow. And then the night that this show got downloaded completely to me is um but the same night I had it under my pillow, and it' was just like you know i i like everything came to me it was like a flood of information it was so powerful now is this like what are some of the other experiences that you've seen with people, and how that's really been how they've been able to you know use these in their lives? Um,
3: Well, that's the wonderful thing with these codes is there is such a variety of uses um, with us. So you can you can have them um, put up on your wall as art. And then that energy is emanated into and emanating into your space. Um, Certainly, I've had people contact me about tattoos. Um, I put them on my arms with henna. That was really awesome. Um, meditating with them is probably my favorite way just to get into a nice coherent state, um, connected to the heart space and, and, you know, grounded and present. And then you just look at them and open to receive whatever frequencies are ready, wailing and able to come through and be received. Um, I've had people actually with the Oracle cards, stick them On their person somewhere. (laughs) Like, I've had people put them in their pockets, stick them in their bra, like, just so they can, it's like a crystal. They're treating it like a crystal. Mm -hmm. Um, and actually you can charge crystals with the codes as well. That one's really fun. Um, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good list of different ways, as well as like putting them on your nightstand or your altar or under your pillow, as you said, and stuff like that.
1: So I'm hearing the power of these symbols, like they can be placed anywhere and maybe set the intention to what you're wanting to create or manifest in your life. Is that what I'm hearing?
3: Yeah, well, the symbols, um, the symbols hold, hold a purpose, hold an energetic purpose. So a topic. Um, So the, the good news is that these topics are, although they are limited because they're a topic, they're quite uh, deep <laughs> and and it's, it's like peeling the onion, peeling the onion. So you could work with a code for the rest of your life
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, and never reach the bottom of it because it will evolve with you. Mm-hmm. Um. So so the intention that you would put behind if um if you're wanting to use intentions, which of course is always great, um, is it's just that you are open to receive what this code has to offer.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. And then if you can be conscious of what the topic is, then you have even more power because more consciousness is more consciousness. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that's always helpful to know what the topic actually is. And then you can really tune into it, um, with that in mind, but doing your best not to limit it as well, Mm -hmm. because you never know where it can take you even within its broad spectrum of topic.
2: Mm -hmm. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you, um, Stacy actually mentioned um when she got her download um that it was from a you know specific spiritual realm now these light codes uh coming into you are are they from one specific like higher realm or can they kind of just come out from you know wherever they come out from how 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 do they uh come to you
3: well um I can channel multiple I suppose. (laughs) Um, So yeah, the Arcturians or the Pleiadians or the Lemurians or the Syrians. Um, The codes in in my books are Centurion. Um, I have an affiliation with with the Centurions. The interesting thing about that, though, is the Centurions are known as the librarians of the universe. So that means that the Syrians and the Arcturians and Lemurians and all those guys, um, the Pleiadians, they all of their amazing um, wisdom and knowledge and technologies and all that stuff gets held by the centurions. So what the centurions did was they created a universal code and that's what we're channeling. Mm. So that's why so many people can resonate with these codes is it doesn't matter if if you if you feel connected to the Pleiadians you're still able to resonate with these codes because the Pleiadians are connected to them or you know any any of them um so that's and it is from a higher realm for sure like like it's it's some of the codes all of the codes actually now that i'm looking reach like very high dimensionally um so i think that's something that's really interesting when we talk about the star uh seed families and um the different races uh i guess is is we think of our own race as oh we're just on this sort of three-dimensional plane um although we have access to higher when we tune into that but these other races have a much greater range than, than we can typically comprehend, I think. So uh, for most people anyway. So yeah, so it's just like 12th, 13th, like however, however many dimensions you feel there are, because that's a debate all on its own, mm-hmm. <laughs> the codes will go there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The codes will go there.
1: So how can we tap into the power of codes and, and this energy to help with the ascension process? Um, definitely, well, working with them in, in
3: whatever way resonates with you in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course we're always evolving. We're always advancing. So, um, not to be too attached with, I will only meditate on this or I will only put it up on my wall. Um, you know, like being able to, to really settle with the code. Um, and by that, I mean doing, doing your grounding practices and, and And tuning into your heart space i think this is the most um profound way to work with them because if you can get into an altered state still being grounded though because that's that's the thing that's um that's changing uh for us is that when when we're going into altered states we have to stay grounded so that we can be anchoring these energies in because we're in as a global uh, we're in this global shift where, where we're bringing in more light and more information. So so we need to anchor it in. That's our job right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: all the practices that we do have to center around anchoring it. So that is including working with the codes. And the codes automatically, they do so much automatically for us that we don't even need to really know what's going on, um, because it is so far beyond our comprehension mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, we just do our best to to stay present and focused with the energy and feel what we feel, sense what we sense, see what we see, whatever it is,
1: Mm. you know, and that could be different any day
3: from moment to moment.
1: Mm. You mentioned earlier about just people maybe doodling. And I think a lot of people doodle and stuff. And so um, are there certain, like, I know for me, like I'm more prone to, I'll look down and I, you know, I'm very, maybe unconsciously doodling and it's usually I'm doodling stars or hearts or spirals or, you know, things like that. I'm just, um, you know, wondering, is there like, what do some of those symbols mean? Um, and how can we really tap into the energy of of the, in the meaning behind them? Or is it a personal thing? Um,
3: well, the, the typical symbols that we draw mindlessly like the stars and the squares and the straight lines, <laughs> um, that they'll, they might have an energy to them just because we're, our unconscious is maybe processing something.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's light language, not to say it can't be or it isn't. Just, I wouldn't typically say that it is. Um, the reason is that like light language is really channeled from, from the heart. So, mm-hmm we we should really be in our, our heart space when we're channeling that that's how we can really know that it is actually light language and not mm. something else um because there is those something else's out there mm. <laughs> um but it's like when i channel i know what's what it is i know um sometimes it can be a little bit fuzzy uh, and I don't have a lot of clarity around it, but I at least have an idea or a sense mm-hmm. of what is going on. Um, and if I get caught up, I show my partner who's really in tune and he goes, oh, wow, that's cool. And I go, what do you feel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
3: I actually don't, I try not to do that too much because I want to know what I'm channeling. And I teach people to know what they're channeling. <laughs> mm. um, there will be times when we're getting stretched though and that's when we wouldn't know necessarily Mm -hmm. and that's where it's helpful to have somebody that you can share it with um especially before you go posting it on social media Mm -hmm. (laughs) where a lot of people are going to see it Mm -hmm. um just because i i think it's good to to be very conscious of what we're
2: putting out into the world
3: absolutely
2: and uh you mentioned too that uh um that you can actually teach people how to to read the light codes so um even if you know like for someone someone like me um you know i i i'm not a very good drawer to begin with but uh uh you know i i wouldn't know you know what a light code looked like or how to read it so but anybody could actually read the light codes is that is that correct
3: I believe so. Um, the reason is that we are made of light codes. We, we are light codes. Everything about us is light codes. Mm. So it's in order to read a light code. Um, again, it's tapping into the heart space because the heart is going to be what, what tells us. Um, it's that the, the heart is, is the bridge between the physical reality and, and the energetic realms so so the so the heart can interpret things that that our brain struggles with um so when when i teach people to to channel um or to to be able to
0: read someone else's light language um it's always going to be coming back to the heart space and um
2: also do i'm just i'm just uh, kind of gathering. So actually reading a light code has really nothing to do with reading the actual light code. It has more to do with being in your heart and feeling that energy and feeling that energy and vibration. That's when you get the message. Is that is that right?
3: Exactly. And the nice thing is too that the, like I said before, they're emitting this frequency. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be even aware that it's there in order to be receiving the
0: goodies
3: (laughs) and is only going to be working with you in your highest good because they're channeled from love, right? They are love. Mm -hmm. And so they're only going to work with you in your highest good. They're completely safe Mm -hmm. and they're going to work with you on the level that you need. And sometimes that's unconscious sometimes it's conscious but there's a lot of unconscious right Mm -hmm. so you're going to be doing a lot of unconscious work for us which is awesome yeah but yeah it's not about like oh this squiggle means something Uh it's more
0: this is a packet of information that like like if we like this book the little book of light codes and we look at a symbol okay
3: this symbol has so much information in it I could write volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes of books Hmm. just
0: and not even scratch the surface about what this symbol can do. So, like in the books, we
3: give a very brief description of here's the topic. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Like, because I couldn't possibly translate it all. Mm-hmm. nor would I want to because I wouldn't want to limit people I wouldn't want to put too many of my words and my interpretation right to distort or or, or resist or anything mm-hmm. right you want people to mm-hmm. be able to to go their own way with it and and to feel it how they need to feel it or not feel
1: it the way they don't need to feel it right mm-hmm. yeah. so- really tapping into the heart energy and 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 so someone might receive a symbol but it's going the interpretation is going to be very different based on that individual's needs and and what their heart and their their uh inner wisdom their inner self their higher self um is really giving them
0: yes but there will be a general theme Mm -hmm
3: so that's that's where you can you can have the commonalities
0: mm-hmm. in
3: in a broad theme so even if you go there's a there's a wonderful group on facebook it's called keepers of the codes mm-hmm. and and sometimes people will will post a light like code in there
0: mm-hmm.
3: and say what do you get what do you get from this you guys we want to hear and you go through and you read the comments and it's always fascinating um and everybody has a different way of expressing it but you can see the common theme mm-hmm. and so what I would do is if it were me and if I wanted to do this is I'd go through and figure out the common theme and then say this is what it is mm. you know if I didn't already get the hit anyway mm-hmm. Right, right. But it's kind of fun to do that. It's kind of fun to look through those comments and go, "Oh, what's what are people kind of sussing out?" And is that what I got? Yes, that's what I got. Cool. And it's Mm. a way to to learn for yourself as well Mm. to develop those skills.
1: Yeah, and to trust yourself to learn to that inner wisdom to trust that part of you. That yeah, Yeah. definitely. So I'm curious too. Is is this um, similar to something like? so there there's a lot about the sun codes um you know and and looking at the sun and and we're you know it's been said that you know we look at the sun and and it's receiving we're receiving downloads from the sun from the light um is that is that kind of similar to to that concept
3: yes, um the reason is like the the sun the sun is is light codes the sun mm-hmm. is light language and the sun is emitting yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I actually am a fan of sun gazing and it is incredible the patterns mm. that come through when you sun gaze. Like mm. wow. Mm. Um and that is completely light language mm. and a very high frequency. Amazing. And and I I actually would love to say at this point that that our sun is going through a lot of changes. And I mean we we as a our solar system is moving into the galactic center, Mm -hmm. Um, the photon belt, which is more light, more light. That's why we're in this age of purification is because we're bombarded by light. So the sun is going through this big shifting as it's also gaining more light from us actually going through the photon into the photon belt. Mm. So, the Schumann frequencies right now. I don't know if you find, if you guys have been following that, but they yeah. are off the, the chart. chart. <laughs> yeah, wild. Yeah. So this is a really good time to be making friends with the sun. Mm. This is a good time to be tuning into the sun, being grateful for the sun, and and receiving like actually making a conscious effort to receive mm. energies being being showered upon us. Mm. um because because they they are different and our bodies have to adapt. They have to change actually to mm-hmm. take in more light. Mm-hmm. Um that's you know, we're seeing it everywhere, right? With with the purging of the lower vibrational energy. Mm-hmm. So um so it's good to be conscious of that and and make friends with the sun. Mm-hmm. Sun's your sun is your friend.
2: Can you uh oh can you explain real quick uh how how to sun gaze? Actually I've never heard that term before.
3: Sure. Um, so it's done typically at sunrise or at sunset. Um, you, you of course want to be very careful and you want to build up to it. You don't want to just go look at the sun, especially if it's high in the sky, cause you will hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when su- I find sunrise to be, um, actually quite strong, so I prefer sunset. It's gentler. Um, what I would do is, is go find a, a good spot where the sun is as unobstructed as possible. And about 20 minutes before the sun disappears. So wherever you are, you might have hills and stuff, right? So you have to kind of work with that. And your good way to do that is is by using your thumb, thumb is 10 minutes, two thumbs is 20 minutes, that sort of thing. So 20 minutes is a good place to start or less. And you would stand um feet flat, preferably, and even like hands kind of open and down by your sides, just so you can be in that receiving kind of position mm-hmm. and ground yourself. Um, Of course, I like to inhale the earth's energy up through my feet and bring it up to the top of my head and then let it back down. This is my grounding technique. Um, and just be aware of your environment. Be aware of the birds. Be aware of of what's just going on around you and be in a really gentle flow and, and space with all of that. And then what you'd wanna do is start with your eyes closed and and you might close your eyes and look away from the sun and kind of do this. And then that that could even be intense. That's why you're looking away. <laughs> and then once you feel like you're comfortable, then you could turn away and open your eyes yeah. and then close them and move and then open your eyes. And you might do that for, for a minute or two, or this might be your day. This might be what you do on on your first day or a few days or week or whatever, because you're really tuning into what's comfortable for your body. Um, and you are protecting your eyes because the eyes have to learn how to do this. Um, it's it is healing, actually. <laughs> <For the> <laughs> <eyes>. <laughs> so only if you do it right, of course. No one. Yeah. Um, so then you can track your eyes around the sun, kind of both directions. You want to look up, down, side, side, so that you're getting the whole eye exposed to those frequencies. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the sun's going down. And as it's going down, it's getting softer right? And so by the time you have five minutes left or something, most people can look at the sun, you know, because it's quite low. So it's not like, super intense. And that that's where you get the most <laughs> amazing things coming through. I don't want to spoil it for you, you have to go experience it for yourself. But it is, it's so beautiful. And it's so powerful. And it's, it you're being fed like i know people who would rather go sun gaze than eat dinner because mm. it is far more nourishing than the food
0: <laughs> mm.
3: because of course the sun is what gives food its all its life and everything mm. this is like the ultimate live food <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just getting directly from the sun it is all of the frequencies of light like the sun is just offering it all mm. So to just keep grounding and breathe with it and open to receive and be gentle with the process and
1: see how you go with it.
2: That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm just curious, Um, you know, it sounds like one, you know, can have some really profound experiences and I'm just curious to like, you know, for my inquiring mind and I'm sure listeners, you know, what what could one expect when they're doing that? Um, like how would, you know, things you said coming through, can you give us a kind of maybe a little idea of what that might be like or what might um what they might expect? Um, well, it's very grounding.
3: Um, I find that when I really get into the good harmony with it, it's just like boom, grounded. Mm. um and very full of energy um is beautiful there's a lot of beautiful colors that you can see um and and again i don't i don't want to spoil it so i because i really want people to experience that beauty for themselves um i have received downloads of information mm-hmm. while sun gazing um so, of course, that can come in different forms, just however you tend to receive.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so that's always a possibility. Um, I always feel light. I feel very grounded, but light, buoyant. Um, yeah, it feels good. It feels really good. The sunset. The sunrise. um I was in Hawaii one time and I did sun gazing at sunrise and I just felt passed out. Oh <laughs> no. The the energy was just so intense I I just felt mm. passed out and it took me probably 10 minutes to recover. Mm. I was like on the ground. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so, that was intense.
0: Yeah.
3: Um so I'm cautious personally about that but of course other people just think it's
0: amazing. Yeah.
3: So
2: well, so, I know what I'm doing this evening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, too. Um, how might one tap into the energy of the sun to raise their own vibration so we can continue to increase the vibration of the planet? Mm-hmm. Sun gazing is a good way,
3: for sure. Um, it, because you're making the direct connection by by looking at the sun. By bringing it in through through your eyes and into your entire being um that is that's really really good um meditating especially when it's sunny mm. and and making that effort to connect with the sun uh as you're meditating that's the same way you might connect with the moon um also that's really great too um, but the sun, when 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 you're meditating, especially when it's sunny out, that's good. <laughs> that's very good.
2: And so, um, basically, I mean, you know, any of us that has ever listened to, you know, any guided meditations, um, it's always said, you know, that we are the bridge between the earth and the heavens, right? So, um, the earth does need us to... To channel in that light in order for it to ascend as well, mm-hmm. right, so um, yeah, so I kind of had you know the same the same question that uh Stacy had is that one of the do, do you think that that's one of the best ways to help ascend the earth into five d is through getting that all those uh you know all those light codes and light languages downloaded to us and in t- and into the earth.
3: I think that anything that raises the vibration is good. Mm -hmm. So whether you're um, using sun or whether you're using light language or you're, you're doing other amazing practices and meditations. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, of movement practices like yoga and Tai Chi, especially when they're done with consciousness and you're feeling the energy. Um, I I believe that our job as individuals is to take responsibility for ourselves, responsibility for our energy, and fill ourselves up with as much energy as we possibly can. And um and so however you do that, that is that's ascending, right? Like the more full we can be with light and, and love then that's that's ascending so when we're bringing that into our body then then yeah we're being that beacon of light for everybody else for everything else here including the planet because we're here so yeah it all however you want to do it <laughs> whenever it resonates for you you know
1: absolutely absolutely that's so beautiful and, and just i think it, it just also comes back to our you know, our individual self and how empowered we really are to make a difference and what we, the tools that we have available to us to really heal ourselves, to continue to heal the planet and um, work together to do that. And, and just by sharing this knowledge, it's, it's so powerful. And so I'd love to hear a little bit more about your new healing modality, uh, fractaline healing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that?
3: For sure, and that was an awesome segue because I was just going to say Fractaline Healing is really good for this. <laughs> so so Fractaline Healing was another um, 4 a.m. download, actually. Mm. So Spirit woke me up and my body was just buzzing like I have never experienced before
0: mm.
3: and actually haven't since. <laughs> but I thought it was going to take flight um but it was like one of those you're going you better get out of bed and start writing cuz there's a lot coming through so i got up and i got my pen and paper and started just channeling and and they were explaining the, the this new healing modality and uh how awesome it's going to be you know <laughs> and then they had to prepare me like to take me in um for the first time and that was uh, wow that that was just a wow it was already a wow and then they took me and it was another wow Mm
0: -hmm.
3: um so fractaline healing is it got it first got its name fractaline fractal and crystalline so it's a crystalline fractal (laughs) in in the quantum realms of unlimited possibilities and it is a space um we first enter it and and a cascade of things happen just by entering the space. Your chakras are immediately aligned. Your etheric body and your physical body are immediately aligned. Now if we just take a moment and think about that, there's entire modalities for lining for aligning chakras. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you could have an, a 50-minute appointment to align your chakras mm-hmm. and it happens instantly just mm-hmm. by showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and same with the, with the matrix and the physical body, because that is, um, just by living, living our normal lives, uh, we bump our elbow, we hit our funny bone, right? And it's like, ah, that's enough sometimes to jostle that etheric matrix just off a little Mm -hmm. bit. And when we're not in alignment, then that's when, um, we have energy flow issues and that can lead to things that we don't particularly want. So, um, so it's really good to be keeping our etheric body aligned to our physical um and then with to further into this space we can work with ancestral energies we can do shadow work we get filled up like with the most amazing divine someone has called it christ consciousness energy um they've this also, other people have said it's similar to angelic Reiki, but even finer and somehow more pure amazingly um like just the feedback that i've gotten from people is is amazing mm. um it is a space that i I tell people ask yourself why can't I in this space mm. because this is your your tool for anything as long as it's aligned to love there are strict strict um boundaries and rules around universal law so it is highly protected highly protected which is amazing because now you can go in there and just play and you don't have to worry about you know incurring karma or (laughs) doing something that isn't in the best alignment or whatever because you're protected um Yeah, it's, it's incredible. So the cool thing with this, like I was kind of saying before, is that how important it is that we uh, stay present in our bodies. While we are expanding our consciousness and altering our brain waves to enter this space, because it is done through meditation, we are grounded and present. So the shifts that occur in this quantum realm do occur in the body. Mm. So yeah, it's it's amazing. And there and it's a, it's called the reason why it's a fractal is because there's multiple levels to it. Mm. So we just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper.
1: mm yeah. Oh, that sounds really powerful um and cool. so, <laughs> i'm just like yeah i need a session now um <laughs> i was thinking the same so thing I'm gonna, like, yeah i'll be i'll be in touch um but uh so is it like you do that the deeper and deeper during like one session or is that like multiple sessions that you do it for well we
3: we are offering it as actually distance healing session. It is by far the most profound and powerful distance healing modality that I've come across. Mm. Um, so, so what we do for people is just, you know, discuss, okay, what's going on for you? Um, what, what are you looking for that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And then I just ask them if if they're present with me over zoom or something, then I ask them to just tune into their heart space and breathe mm. and enjoy some quiet time Mm
0: -hmm.
3: um and i go out and do um do the work Mm -hmm. basically Uh, i invite their energetic body into into um into fractaline healing and then and work with what comes up Mm. so um that's currently how we're offering it but we're also offering uh, a workshop series Mm to teach people because I want people to have this modality because it Mm -hmm. is so empowering. Mm -hmm. And I'm really about like, I, I like, you know, doing distance healing. That's great. And we do need help typically from Mm -hmm. others outside of ourselves. Um, But I'm also a big fan of saying, you know what, here's the tools. If you need help, call me, but I want you to be able to do this too. Yeah. We want to own our power and and we have so much power. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's why I really want to teach people this. So, mm-hmm. so right now we're offering level one, which is the first level. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> the first level is where I do the distance healing sessions.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The first level isn't like, Oh, this is only level one. Mm-hmm. You could spend the rest of your life learning about the first level. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it is, it's insane what you can do there. Once we um, once we've played in that first level for a while and we kind of get the hang of it and we're starting to really realize what we can actually do in here, because most of the time it's just we're limited by our brains. Like like I said, we ask ourselves, why can't I mm-hmm. or could I do this? Stay in that innocence mm-hmm. um, and curiosity, because that's when everything opens for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But once we've played in there long enough, um, then we have a level two. And the level two is the platform. And this is the manifestation platform. And it is also a space that borders the void. So it's also a launching pad into the void if you wanted to go hang out in the void. <laughs> so that's fun. And you can do a bunch of things in there in on the platform. And from there, level three is the sun. Now, I call it the sun because it looks like a sun. <laughs> great great central sun i'm not sure um but actually it's it's as if you are looking at your soul
0: as mm. if your soul is a sun mm. and you can sun gaze in there mm. you can sun gaze that
3: that's a trippy experience because <laughs> you're in this By now, you're in a very deep meditation, very deep, like you can't just open your eyes and function, you Mm. actually have to surface, Mm. (laughs) you have to come back like you're a diver. Mm -hmm. So like, if you go to level three, you have to come back to the platform. Mm. And wait. (laughs) Okay, yep, we're in the platform. Okay, yep, we're good. Okay, now back up to level one. Oh, yeah. Okay, this Yeah, I remember this. This is good. Yep. Okay. Okay, and now we can bring ourselves back into the room that we're sitting in. Mm. It's like, because you go so deep, you, you don't even want to leave. Mm. You wow. get into that state. Mm. And and what the really cool thing is that you could feel like
0: you've been out for two hours. And it's been 10 minutes. Wow. Because time is just, <laughs> you're beyond mm. that.
1: You're such in that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not linear, but <laughs> um, uh, you know definitely what
3: I mean? not linear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you're, it's like
1: that's the the opposite of that.
3: Opposite of linear. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're so we're teaching the first level. It's called mm-hmm. the grid. It's the mm-hmm. crystal grid, and yeah. and it's like it is a playground. Mm. is playground people work with dragons they work with ascended masters they Mm. work with their ancestors they do shadow work
2: they can i don't know like sky's the limit wow really beautiful do you um you know do you have to the the people that um want to sign up for the workshop do is it a good idea for us to have you know like prior experience for like reiki or you know some type of energetic like shift or going to just be you know fresh off the boat and and here we go
3: <laughs> um well fresh off the boat if you're called to do it mm-hmm. then do it um don't be nervous i'm um, the ha, because it is it is meditating right so so you have to want or be okay with meditation mm-hmm. um but it's but for those who are saying I don't like to meditate because my brain doesn't stop thinking, this is a good modality for you because it's so active and it's so engaging um, that that is actually not a problem. So just know that too. Um, if you have prior experience, great because you're able to bring that prior experience into this system.
0: Mm-hmm. The
3: cool thing about this system is it's like. It is literally the tool box.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You bring all your tools inside. Mm-hmm. Plus it has its own, but you can bring yeah. anything you want in there. And mm-hmm. it's just um it's a space that is so highly charged, it is h- such a high frequency. Um everything happens if if it can shift in an instant, it will. T- things typically do move much faster in this space. Um distance healing typically like if, if you were doing a distance healing session, say with with Reiki, um, distance healing is good uh for moving things along uh at a faster rate than than in person. A lot of people find that. Of course it isn't a hundred percent of the time because nothing is a hundred percent anything, but it typically goes like that. But fractaline healing seems to just go even faster. <laughs>
1: So that's pretty cool, too. (laughs) Sounds like such beautiful work that you're doing in the world. I'm wondering if you can give us a little taste of that and maybe provide a light language channeling um, for the heart chakra. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I'd love to.
1: So um, if
3: if your listeners or viewers have never seen this before um, or heard it before, it Sounds a little bit funny (laughs) because um, we'll be speaking light language and we'll be channeling also some movements with our hands. And that's me just that's me playing with the energy. Um, People who talk with their hands are kind of playing with the energy. (laughs) So but just aside,
0: (laughs) Um,
3: it's channeled through my heart. So, so just know that whatever's coming through, if you are, if it's meant for you, you're going to get it. If it's not meant for you, you're not. So you don't have to do anything. You just listen or watch. Um, and then as you requested the topic of the heart chakra, I think, uh, we'll go into a little more depth with that topic and say, um, we'll see what you say about this. How about the, um, opening and healing the heart i love it sound good sounds good to me (laughs) Mm -hmm. perfect so if you um if you like to just take a couple of deep breaths once again like your beautiful meditation stacy that you had at the beginning so maybe a big inhale through your nose and exhale out through your
0: mouth just do that once or twice here It's just nice to get a little bit centered again and grounded as we bring in these um, energies. All right. So topic is opening and healing the heart center. Right now, I'm just literally opening the channel
3: to get to the exact stream of energy that
0: I'm looking for for this topic. चीन की नकदी रात तक सरकुल्टर
3: कपड़े ना कपड़े सड़क का लड़का सुन कपड़े ज़रूर कपड़ा लाना कपड़े जा कून कपड़े ना ना ऐसा ना की ना को कपड़े so right now we're just talking about um that it is safe to connect to our heart space and that it is safe to be open to receiving healing and opening the heart space even further expanding the heart space it is safe to do so so we're actually kind of building a beautiful um kind of sphere-like thing, <laughs> the structure around the heart space so that it does feel very protected and honored um, so that we can receive this healing. So that we can receive this healing. Talk na naish tukupapai sana Katata sana ta Mai ta 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 tsana ta 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 tsana ta 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 tsana ta ta a Go boya to the to co boya to of co boya to knock up at the tight, co buy a knock up a pistol or doco to the tataya nana stanana to the tataya nana stanana to nataya sanana to the tataya nana stanana co paistana papayana and the next to the co boy stanana go capa to Nakasha to go go stanacopay stanic you go to copo So what we were doing there is just working with. Both sides of the heart to go in there, and we're releasing the energies that no longer serve us in the heart space kona kapai tanaka kapai ka tas kata pai ka ta 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 pa pa ta ka kapai dana suruko syuno popo maya sana kapai a na 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 ro jok kapai tanak rana sanada dikarya tat ya ana kapaya no ya taien ya taien no ya taiya syuno Halalalaiśta, halalaiśta no go po No ko wa paesarakupaiśta no go. Kukukupa, kukukupa, ko
0: Kyon of Tasta Kyon of Tasta Kayaka Kyon
3: of Tasta Kayan and Sandish Jukup by Kyanaka Sanakuta Total Randa no go by us and no Just Offering a reconnection if one needs it with a higher heart and the lower heart. Bringing forward more balance Bringing forward more balance and coherence within the heart space. Hiya so yada desa da tikina de kopapai, da tikininkina na 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 go na 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 Oh na 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 na
0: Oyo noyo ananasana, nanika nani ya tanakara, saneki na nanigoshi to giko. Wow, mama ya.
3: Yo no wa Okay, shaka. I can't koshotoku bachi. So now we're going to expand the heart center is ready to expand kana ni tana tukupa baistana kina ketana paista tukupa paeistana kupi stana ka paeistana tukupa paeistana we establishing the link between the higher self and the soul and one ad with the heart space kana kinaishata paivanana saya tikina ka paeistana kina galana sabretuka posta tukupa paiana nana sika paeistana ka balanana bringing some grounding energy to make sure this is getting anchored within the body as well calling forward your amazing infinite potential and power to radiate into and Around and through and expand through your heart space. calling forward your power. Talk about being a nice man, but you're not a nice man. You're not a nice man. You're not a nice man. you na not a nice man. You're not a
0: Deep inhale, big exhale. One more deep inhale, and deep exhale. So cold. Sokomo sanana kinaka hana no so Yakono, no no so hama ma hama no so yomoni no. Hanei so ma Yana sana ha Yana sana ha Shono no so Yama Saya ya Yama no so no Yaya so no Yana soya Ayasaya, ayasaya, aya no so, hina no so kapa ya nana, sayana kapa, kanoko so, tana so kapa, kapa ta, so ha, ha, ha. Thank
2: you. Mm, I liked that one. <laughs> mm.
0: um,
2: it was really different to me than really any other, you know, like Reiki meditation, something where that involves chanting. The way you were doing it, it was more like, you were having a conversation with my heart space you know and that that was <laughs> that was really it was cool it was you know instead of just you know saying this is what's happening you were actually like talking to my heart like hey come on come on come, on. come with me come with me it's almost it almost like a like a coercion kind of thing just just come over here a second come over here a second and that was just, <laughs> it was it was really really cool and um Um, When I closed my eyes while you were doing it, I know we were focusing on the heart, but I saw an eye. As soon as I closed my eyes, just this big, it was was like a serpent eye almost. Mm. Like, I wonder what that means. So, but it was, yeah, that, uh, (laughs) I'm like, I'm a little giddy right now, to be honest (laughs) with you. (laughs) Thank you so Mm. much for that.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I know. I just felt the vibration of the words just pulsating through my being on my heart. And it's interesting. You, you saw an eye, I was drawn to my third eye. And so I was like, that was where my my focus went for a little bit of the time while we were there um, doing that. And so between that and my, my heart. So that was really interesting, but just really the, the vibration of the sounds. It was really powerful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs>
2: I think we're both kind of like, <laughs> We're both taken aback a little bit. Yeah. Might take a couple more, couple more deep breaths to, to kind of get all that soaked in.
1: But... yeah,
0: yeah, that
1: was really beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. And so can you tell our listeners um, how they can find you and what you're currently working on right now? Sure. Yeah. So
3: um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook Mm -hmm. and website. It's all light codes by Lara. Mm. Lara is L-A-A-R-A. yeah we oh we have YouTube as well,
0: <laughs> so mm. you can
3: watch some awesome videos on youtube okay. um we do we do the distance healing sessions we do light language uh healing sessions, so literally what we just did there um could be a session as well. Mm. um we also offer spiritual counseling, so mm. if you have questions and stuff you want to talk about if you think you're channeling light language or it doesn't even have to do with light language like we cover a lot of topics, <laughs> mm. so um, we offer that. And then, of course, there's the fractaline healing um, as distance healing or also our workshop for line healing as well. Mm. Oh, and we also channel it, um, personalized light codes. So if you yeah. would like your own light code, like what you find in the little book of light codes or light codes for the soul, um, then we can do one of those as well for you.
1: Beautiful, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Lara, for being here today with us and sharing your experience with the light codes and light language. It's been real pleasure just learning more about that. So thank you.
3: Oh, thank you so
1: much.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: And thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you like this show, share the love by sharing it with your friends. And if you'd like to share, support our, the work that we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash podcast. And if you feel called, we would love a review on iTunes. And until next time, love yourself, love each other, and love the world. We love you guys. Thank you.
2: Love you guys. Thank you so much. Take care. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics.
1: And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.